This is a dear shoe Mishnah Bura, Simin Yudalid, Sif Gimel. One Sif today. And today's year is, is again is sponsored generously. Whose second year today is coming up on Chavzai and Izan. And Amir Tashem, the learning of the entire Chabura today, we're going to learn such incredible and relevant halachas. The halachas of barring a talis, Shabring, Chaimurchev, and Avtali Tzvit, and higher, higher place, and again, Eden Shalmailah. And let's get started right away, in which the Machaber and Sevgimel teaches us, Hashayel Mechavirai Talis, Sheinu Mitzuyeses, Shalom borrows from his friend Atalis. Atalis is a four-corner garment that does not have titsis strings. What is the halacha? Paul by titsis called Shoshim Yaim. For 30 days, similar, maybe we could say it's halachas of mezuzan. Chutzar is you have 30 days with your mezuzan in your front door. You borrow Atalis. For 30 days, you're part of putting on titsis. Why? Tachsev says the Tayyar Kisoscha. Yesterday we learned the Xerosikosov of Bnei Yisrael, excluding Dayim perhaps. Excluding girls, we said as well. But today says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, Kisuscha has to be your clothing and not someone else's. Ah, after 30 days. Why? Why are you chayim? It's not yours. It looks like yours. People are going to think it's yours and you don't have titsis, so you have to put on titsis after 30 days. Says the Ramah. Let's say you returned it within 30 days. And then you borrowed it again. So a question. Do we say, I borrowed it for 10 days, I returned it. I borrowed it for another 10 days, I returned it. I borrowed it for another 10 days. Do we say, now it's called 30 days if I have to put on titsis? Sorry, if the days do not combine, says the Ramarak, full 30 consecutive days. Concludes the Machaber. But what happens if Shalak Kashimitsu Yatsas, which perhaps is more common as we'll see, you borrow a talis that already has titsis strings on it, Mevarich Allah Miyad. You make a brach on it right away. So says that the Mishaburas have gotten tests that when you borrow a talis, you do not have to put on titsis for 30 days, your potter. Says Mr. Burbu, what if you do? Don't think it's a brachal of Atalah, you didn't lose anything, quoting the Magen Avram. You're allowed to make a brachal if you put titsis on a borrowed garment. Kimai, similarly, and here we're going to have a big source. Even just like a woman can make a mitzvah on brachas, mitzvah grandma, even though they are a potter, so too you can make a bracha on your tzitzis that you put on their own strings that are borrowed, even though you're a potter. Umemela, and they're similarly. And, and because of this, it's a unification of the garment. And therefore, you let it wear it out on Shabbos. Now that line, Kamay Nashim are able to make a bracha. This is a hotly debated topic brought back, brought down, uh, later on in Shulchan Aruch. Later on in Shulchan Aruch. Um, over here in Dershinot number 17, they quote that Ramah, and this is the source in Simon Yudzayin's of base, and the Beralacha on Tovchav Beis, where it says regarding Halal, for example, like today, we're sitting here in Cholamayim. If a woman would want to say, a woman should certainly daven, and she wants to say, Halal, what could be better? Does she make a bracha? So any Ashkenazi girl thinks, of course. Any Sparty girl listening says, of course not. And the reason is, because over there in Zimini Yitzayin, it's a Machloikes, Ramah versus Machaber. 
The Ramah says on Mitzvah Seishas Man Grama, like we're discussing right now, women are allowed to make a bracha. Says the Machaber, absolutely not, and that's a conventional psychalacha. Ashkenazi girls make brachas on Mitzvah Seishas Man Grama. Aside for the end of this Dirshu note, quotes the Darkei Meisha with regard to Tkiya Shaifer, it's about they do not make the bracha. Don't be Meicha. That's a Rosh Hashanah topic. Every woman knows they go hear Shaifer if there's a woman's Shaifer blowing. Usually, women do not make the bracha. Sometimes they do. That's that Darkei Meisha there on Tavka Feitas. But with regard to regular mitzvah seishas man grama, for example, halal, Ashkenazi girls based on that Ramah and Simon Yadzayin Sifbeis make the bracha, Sephardi girls do not. And that's the same halacha that we are seeing by us with regard to these uh, tzitzis. If you put on a borrowed garment, the Ramah would hold Yolanda make the bracha, which is what the Mishnah is quoting, Hamavarich Layhipsid. And we continue, Sivkat and Yod in the Saburah, which he says is a chimad, then you can make a bracha after 30 days. And if you rent a talis, like a borrower, he's not sure about renting. If you borrow the talis when it already had the tzitzis, then you're allowed to make a brach on it. And there are machmirin. And they say you should not make a bracha. The only time you can make a bracha is when you borrow the towels from your friend. He explicitly gives it to you as a gift. And then you'll return it. Ah, says the Mishtabura, almost like an avil. The consensus of the majority of the Paiskil, like the Shulchan Aruch, that you borrow a talus with titis, you're allowed to make a bracha. Va'atam, what's the reason who? When I borrow a talus, if I don't have a talus, I go to my friend, Kevar, your talus, he dominated the earlier minion. Why does he give it to me? He gives it to me to wear, he gives it to me with the das. That I can make a bracha. And because Allah dictates that's the only way I can make a bracha when I borrow a talis, if it's mine, have a ke'ilu. Therefore, one big ke'ilu, it's one big as if, an unspoken tonight, an unspoken stipulation, an unspoken din. That even if neither person knows it, it sounds like. Now, how many times we borrowed a talis so we did not necessarily know the halacha. But the unspoken agreement is, is ke'ilu here, and therefore you'll be allowed to make a bracha because you're right, Paiskim. Which, of course, when one borrows a talus to daven with, and we'll see in a moment, not in something else, you can make a brach on it. It's best to say explicitly that you're taking it as a matanam and condition to return it, but it's not. Likuva uh, does not hold back. That's you buying a talis like our conventional talisim. Let's say someone has a four-cornered toga and you're borrowing that and it has tzitzis on it. Only because it's opened up. It's not made as a garment of tzitzis. Have this have four corners so you put tzitzis on it. And that's, in that case, it would not apply the stomach that you borrowed it to make a bracha. Therefore, you should not make a bracha. Here it is. You borrowed a you don't need to wear that talus for any of the three aforementioned items. For dochening, for davening, for damut, for getting an aliyah. Since you don't need to, it's only ifen of kavod, it's an honor to the tzibur to wear a talis. Therefore, in mevarch and Allah, if you do not make a rach, why? Do lay a return, I see the rach, the mavish, the chad, the lach, nice light. 
Therefore, why? Because he only gave it to you to wear, but not that you should be kind it. Those that argue is related to Chalgam Nevarchim, in all cases you make a bracha. And as everyone knows, the conventional understanding is usually when you're borrowing a talis, just for the sake of getting an aliyah down to the Amud, you do not make a bracha. Have intent to not be Gainek. So everyone agree to make a bracha. Levad, except for, of course, as we spoke in the beginning, when you borrow a talis with the explicit intent that you want to be to the mitzvah, then of course don't have this in mind, because then you want to make a bracha as you're putting it on, as your talis for damning. Says this is all with the talisim of a singular person. If there's an extra talisim, surely you're barring sarch a strong statement says to me, Shabura, you borrow a shul's talis to get an aliyah. You borrow a shul's diamond to down for the almond. You have to make a bracha. Misham, why? That's why they put it there, Mitzchila. They put it there so that whoever has it, takes it, um, can make a bracha. On it. And he says, look in the Baralacha, and it's a massive Baralacha, as you see over here. We're just going to point out the very important line that the Baralacha says, and which we know, is that the Baralacha says, we're not sure, he's mistapic, if you borrow the talis just to wear for an aliyah, etc., if you should make a bracha, and if some zalman alicha shleiman, gimel yud base, and an aharam and dalit over there says, when you're putting on your talis just to get an aliyah, etc., even if it's a talis of the shul, you do not make a bracha. Chaim Kanievsky says maybe the reason that it might not be kosher titsis, and I've actually seen in certain very chashiv shuls where they do is they have a talis, and it's the rov's talis that he donates to the shul. So then it has the din of a private talis. And then the first half of the Mishnah applies that if it's a private talis that you're wearing just for an aliyah, you certainly don't make a bracha, and that would be a nice chumrah. And let's finish off that says Mishnah if cut in your base, that if you borrow with it, it says, and you make a bracha, miyad, ayin simin tafnun Look over there, and the Primagadim over there. I apologize, I do not have the next paper, we'll just read it aloud. And from there, Nilchazulov, we learned our case as well. You have to return it. You borrow it, make sure you give it back to him tomorrow before Dominic. He has what to be to himself. Let's say you don't return it, and he doesn't have another talus. Near the necker, I'm a tunnel, I'm a strong line. You're borrowing someone's talus, you're borrowing someone's filling perhaps as well. Make sure to return it. If not, you're uprooting the matanah lemafreya of Eloi Karina Bekisuscha, and you wouldn't be able to make a bracha. Perhaps she's a talis katan, because Malcolm is tavra that they talk to us, even though you have a talis katan, he doesn't give it for that. To like him, much because of his favorite Nisif Chaim, Kam Nisvayer Sham Dachar Shiatzabai. And this is all the halacha of the Esser over there from the Prima Gadim. The same thing by us. Then when you borrow a talus, you got to return it. 
Let's say you borrowed it and you ruined his talis. So very important that when you borrow a talis, be careful that you return in the way that you borrow it. And of course, you do not make a bracha if you're borrowing it to get an aliyah to dochen or down with the Amid, whether it's a private talis, and even if it's a shul's talis, that's the birlach and shalom and arbach. But if you're borrowing a talis in order to daven with, to be yoyed to the mitzvah, then you'd yes make a bracha. We'll pick it up from the final sif in Simon Yudalid tomorrow. B'siyata d'shmayo.